Welcome on into the Jazz Talk Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Dieters. Today's episode, we'll be going over games three, four, and five. We'll be talking about the reaction that the Jazz have been getting in the media, and especially local media, as it seems that the sky is falling anytime they lose a game, and the Jazz are going to win a championship anytime they win a game. Um, and we'll talk very briefly about Donovan Mitchell's injury. Um, yeah, so game three, Jazz, uh, Jazz and Mavericks came back to to uh, Utah. It was the first game here in Utah, at least, of the series. And the Jazz, they came out flat. Um, they continued to get uh, destroyed by Jalen Brunson driving straight to the rim. And then anytime they tried to stop him, they'd kick it out. Max Kleba just went off. I think he went eight for eight in that game. Um, you know, and so the Jazz ended up losing that game. So then going into game four, Jazz are down 2-1. Um, kind of a desperate moment at that point. You don't want to go down 3-1 in a series because um, it's hard to win three games in a row. A lot easier to win two games in a row if you need it. Um, and the Jazz came out with a lot more energy, especially Boyan Bogdanovich. He was picking up um uh, Luka Doncic at 94 feet, so full court, picking him up the entire way. Um, the crowd got behind it, and that's what really spurred on the rest of the team. You know, you could hear the crowd, you know, chanting bogey um, over and over again. And um, you could tell it got the rest of the guys involved. They're like, okay, bogey hasn't really done anything offensive-wise, so everybody's appreciating, like, this defense that's going on, and it kind of got the group going, and they played great defense their whole rest of the game. They had a few lapses here and there, uh, but it was it was finally that effort on defense that I've been waiting for from this team basically the entire season. Like, um, you know, throughout the whole year, it, it's kind of felt like they've just been coasting, like, Okay, we have enough talent where we're going to score plenty of points. We just got to get a few stops, and we'll be fine. And against lower-level teams that worked great during the regular season, against better teams, they didn't do too great. Against teams that are, you know, the top three or four in their respective conferences. Um, And then... You know, in this series with the Mavericks, and then any series that they would go in heading forward, if they make it forward, um, it's going to be tougher. You're going to have to play more staunch defense because the air team's going to play better defense on you, and you're not going to score as much. Uh, the Jazz were the number one offense this last year uh, with an offense rating of 118, and so far they've only broken 100 points twice in this entire series. Um, but in game four, they were able to pull it off. Uh, he- heading into the last minute of the game, the score was 99 to 95. Um, a lot of people just kind of assumed that the Jazz were done. And then Donovan drives to the hoop. He misses, grabs his own rebound, and gets fouled by Luka Doncic as he's putting the ball back up. It went in, so it's an and one. He makes the free throw, so there's three points. And that was. That was a dumb foul by Luca, but hey, we'll take it. Like, got to move forward with it. Take whatever opportunities you can get. So now it's 
or yeah, ninety nine, ninety eight. Jazz go down. They get a stop. They come back the other way, and Rudy and Donovan run a pick and roll. They try to double Donovan at the free throw line, which leaves Rudy wide open at the basket. Donovan threw a very good pass because he still had Dwight Powell on top of him um, as he's trying to make this pass. So he had to kind of throw it over his right shoulder, kind of like a hook shot. And Rudy was able to, you know, to dunk it. Um, so now there's 11 seconds left in the game. It's 199. And remember, the series right now is 2-1. to one. Jazz lose this game, they go down 3-1. So Mavericks start coming down. Bogey picks up Luka again at 94 feet. And then as soon as he crosses the half-court line and is about to start working, Daniel House comes and brings the double team, which forces the ball out of Luka's hands. It eventually gets over, gets over to Spencer Dinwiddie, who has not had a very good series um, and has not been shooting the ball well. Um, he gets the ball for that last-second three-pointer. Rudy closes in and is able to contest it. And Spencer Dinwiddie misses. Jazz win. So now we're tied at 2-2 going into Game 5, which, of course, was back in Dallas. And the Jazz, their effort wasn't quite there the same way it was in Game 4. You could tell that they were a little tired. But the biggest reason you could tell that they were tired was their shots were all falling short. Um, they could not make a 3. They ended the game 3-for-30 from the 3-point line, which... ESPN brought it up is apparently the worst three-point shooting percentage by any team ever um, in the playoffs from a team that's shot over 25 threes. Um, they're getting great looks. Um, David Locke talked about in his podcast about how the Jazz's um, QSQ, which is your quantified shot quality, which basically is a measure of how good of shots are you taking, it was the highest of the series for the Jazz. Like, they were taking the best shots they could have um, throughout the whole series. They just weren't going in. Uh, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Conley, and Clarkson, four of their main scorers, none of them made a three-pointer. The three-pointers uh, three that were made came from Daniel House and Wancho, Wancho Hernan Gomez. Um, the defense still played very well, but... If you can't make shots like that and you're still trying to get it to go in, you're going to get your butt kicked. And the Jazz ended up losing 102 to 77. Um, now, in the first quarter, the Jazz started off really slow. In the, in the first six minutes, they were already down. Um, they get going into the early parts of the second quarter, and Jordan Clarkson and Rudy Gobert, that uh, kind of that swing group that comes in. So there's the there's starters, then there's the first subs guys, and then there's like like that the bridge, the bridge group that comes in, which is usually Rudy Gobert, Watcher Hernan Gomez, uh, Jordan Clarkson, um, Daniel House, and I believe Bogey is part of that group. Um, and they were able to close the game in. They got it to twenty eight to thirty. Um, a little bit before they got to that point. Um, Hassan came in for Rudy. George Clarkson kept them moving and was able to get them within two points. Well, then, so it's uh, 28 to 30, and then Luka Doncic just went off, and the Jazz could not score at that point. 
And next thing you know, it's 51-32, to 32, and the game's basically over at that point. Uh, the Jazz were never able to get quite into the game. And the crazy thing about it is they did just about everything right. They got the shots that they were supposed to. Um, they played good defense. It's just they were behind, and the shots just weren't going in. So now we move to this upcoming game, Game 6. It's in Utah. Um, again, the Jazz are down 3-2, but they win this one. It's 3-3. Anything can happen in a Game 7. Uh, <clears throat> you know? But anyway, setting into this next game, the Jazz have had a couple of days to rest, get their legs back underneath them. Um, so fatigue should hopefully not be an issue for the group. But they are they're an older team, especially compared to Dallas. They're an older team. Um, I think the big keys for this game coming up is they're going to have to keep up the defensive intensity. They're going to have to keep the Mavs down right around 100 points like they have been. The shot's got to go in. I mean, that's not something they can game plan for, really, but they can keep getting those good shots, and, you know, hopefully they start actually going in because the Jazz have not shot well at all in this series, and they're the number one three-point shooting team in the league as far as percentage goes. And so you got to figure that at some point they'll progress back to the mean, back to where they were the entire year. They'll have at least one really good shooting night. Um, but let's get into how the media has been talking about this series. Um, so anytime the Jazz have won during this series, it's been... Oh, well, that's what they were supposed to do. You know, nothing special, all this kind of stuff. Um, which is weird to me because the Jazz are the five seed and the Dow the Mavericks are the four seed. So the, the Mavericks are supposed to be the favorite team in this series. Um, but after that game five loss, and because they, again, they couldn't make a shot and they lost by 25 points, like, it, they got blown out. Like, I'm not going to try and sugarcoat that, but we don't need to act like the team is completely dead because of that. They win this this game tonight coming up, and then they're able to go to Dallas and win one more. They get a whole nother round to play. Like, and this is a good team. You know, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are great superstars to have up as your leaders. Bogdanovich is a great shooter and has really shown his toughness on the defensive end. Conley has really struggled in this series, and you got to figure at some point he's going to have a good game. I mean, he's too good of a player to to be just completely shut out like he has been this series. Jordan Clarkson's on fire, and I don't really see any way that Dallas is going to slow him down. Um, so there's a good chance that the Jazz win this game. And then, of course, they win this one. You're going to hear on the radio, Oh, I... You know, I knew that the Jazz could play this way, and, you know, I know they can bring this type of effort, and the shots are finally going down. Hey, they're going to go win game seven, and it's gonna they're going to go on to the second round. It's insane listening to the sports radio how fast people are switching on this team game by game. It's like this is a, a seven-game series. This series itself is at least a six-game series, and we're acting like every single game 
we're acting like it's the NFL where every single game in the playoffs, you win, you know, you move on, you lose, you go home. Um, anyway, just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's made me not want to listen to the sports radio the last few days because they're just so doom and gloom. Like, oh, this team, they're done. They're going to trade away everybody now because they lost a playoff series, which they haven't even lost yet. Now, again, I'm a huge Jazz fan. Do I is the is the probability higher that they're going to win both these games and move on rather than they're going to lose at least one of these and be done? No. Like they're the pro, the odds are that they're going to lose either tonight or in game 7 and the Mavericks are going to move on. I mean, that's just simple math. But this is still a very good team that has, you know, the defensive player of the year not this year, even though he should have won it. But anyway, um, and has a superstar guard in Donovan Mitchell, who only scored nine points in their last game. Um, don't be just immediately counting this team out, acting like the season's over after tonight. Chances are that it, it can happen. But, I mean, come on. Have a little bit of hope in this team. I mean, it's ridiculous. But anyway. Final thing I wanted to talk about in today's episode, uh, Donovan Mitchell went down with a hamstring injury um, in the last game. Um, luckily, the MRA came back negative. Uh, he doesn't have any serious damage. Uh, what he has is a contusion, um, so basically a bruise. Um, he was able to go full full on through practice yesterday. He says he's going to play. He says he's feeling good, um, a little sore, you know, not a big deal. Um, so the Jazz are healthy heading into this last game. Now, so are the Mavericks. Um, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s out, but he's been out for months now after having a surgery done. And the Jazz are without Trent Forrest, who I think could have made a big difference in this series. Uh, with his ability to defend, I would have liked to have seen what he could have done on Jalen Brunson in this series, but he's out too with a with a foot sprain. Um, so yeah, the Jazz are healthy. Um, they're at home. There's really no reason to to think that the Jazz couldn't win this game and push it to a game seven. Um, so I just ask if you're listening to this before the game goes goes on, keep a positive attitude. Cheer on those Jazz. Um, put some good energy out to the universe for the Jazz. And hopefully some good things happen. Uh, hopefully the shot starts going back down. And the Jazz can play some staunch defense and get themselves a win tonight. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great day and go Jazz.